and welcome to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. My name is Marendi Leverett, healthpreneur, business strategist and intuitive, and I will be your host. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing female healthpreneurs and sharing their amazing, inspiring and motivating stories about how they started their own health business. Listen to how some of these beautiful women have overcome barriers or adversity to create their own unique health business and thrive. These women are not making millions of dollars or dominating the world, but they are certainly making a difference to their clients' lives and living their true purpose of serving and helping others in need. Also in this podcast, I will be sharing hints and tips on how to be a successful healthpreneur whilst remaining authentic when starting and running a health business. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate and educate you on all you need to know about starting, growing and pivoting in a business as a health clinician. This podcast is available to subscribe and download via Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcast. So remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Today I am talking about how to pivot your health business in current times. So I did do a similar presentation like this um, last year. And of course, it was because of COVID. But I guess I didn't want to say COVID because we are at the end of this whole two-year cycle of COVID that we had. Um, But it's still having massive effects on people and businesses, Um, whether it is you're in the health business, retail, um, running face-to-face events, you know, restaurants, cafes, everyone, every business has been affected. So today I wanted to still touch on that, but just showing you or sharing with you ways that you can pivot your business if, you know, such an event should happen again or maybe other things happen in life, like here in Queensland or Brisbane, you know, we've had two lots of flooding in the space of three months. So, you know, clients can't get to you. So what are the options available to them? So you don't have to shut up shop for days, weeks because of natural disasters due to pandemics, due to changes within your um, outside world, like community. I'm going to talk specifically to allied health professionals who work in, you know, spaces such as the NDIS Department of Veteran Affairs, Medicare, they are such volatile industries and that money funding is not always going to be available. And the same as the workers' compensation industry and the CTP motor vehicle industry, um, you know, motor motor accident vehicle um, industry, income protection. The money is great for a short while, but it's not going to last forever. And I've always been a big believer to have your eggs in more than one basket so that you're not relying on one income stream because you never know when the rug is going to be pulled out from under you and you lose one income stream Um, or you don't get, you know, what you apply for a tender to do some work and you don't get it. Um, Or, for example, like me, many, many years ago, I had government funding to run um, what we called lighten up and living strong education programs on behalf of Queensland Health and it was a five-year tenure and there was 
um, going to be the option to run it for another five years. But because we had a change of government, bam, I lost $50,000 of yearly funding overnight. And I had to try and find that within weeks. So yeah, you really need to make sure that you've got a few different buckets that you can you know, dip into in terms of when income comes in. Um, you know, always have your private clients there. They are always going to be full feeing, paying clients, but don't rely ever solely on government funded services, programs, tenders, whatever, because there'll be a time where you have a change of government or anything with government and they'll cut you off. Um, so, yeah, that's probably my first piece of advice. So, in terms of how to pivot your health business in current times, I guess everything is online these days. Um, so I'm a big believer now of having an online community. Um, it's up to you where you would like to have that. I have done another webinar on this and I will make sure there's a link added. Um, earlier this year, I did a, a five-day webinar series on how to um launch your own health business and in one of the webinars I talked about the different platforms that are available for you to have an online community so it could be things like Triber I don't know if that's still available um, Patreon Patreon's like a paid membership and I'll talk about memberships shortly but I guess the biggest one that's out there now is Facebook communities there used to be heaps and heaps many years ago but I guess because Facebook has taken over the world and it's free um, that seems to be the place to go. So definitely do your research um, on the various different online community groups that you can create. Um, but Facebook is probably by far the easiest one to do. And of course, it's free. And I will organize to post up a short webinar on how to create your own online community because I have so many women asking about how do I start an online community on Facebook? It really is quite easy, but if you're not tech savvy, then that's okay. I can step you through step-by-step step what to do. So yeah, first and foremost, have a, an online community that's linked to your Facebook business page. Um, so for example, for myself, I have an online community for my, my health for life clients. So anyone who has participated in a group My Health for Life program with me or um, has done one-on-one -on -one My Health for Life telephone health coaching. I offer it as a free extra to them so that when they're in between group sessions or in between one-on-one -on -one sessions or they finish the program, they can still connect with me online and they can also connect with other people who have completed the program. So, you know, like-minded people and, you know, have a chat to them, um, share information that they may have found, um, you know, but it's a common community because they have all done the My Health for Life program. So with your online community, think about your target market, your ideal client. Is that what you want to create for your online community? You can have a few different online communities, but you have to remember you have to manage them yourself. Um, so I do strongly suggest just start with one and build that slowly. So whether it is your ideal clients are people with gut issues or maybe it's people with cerebral palsy, um, maybe it's parents of children with ADD or ADHD, 
maybe it's pregnant women, maybe it's postnatal women, whatever it is, create your community around that and invite, personally invite your clients who you see to that group. Send them an email with the link or when you're talking to them in consultations, tell them, hey, I've got this great group that you might want to join. I have free resources. I do free webinars and lives. Um, you know, it's a value add to the services that you're already doing. The second um, way to pivot your business, and I have spoken about this in numerous um, capacities over the past two years because of COVID in various different um, online platforms that I've been part of, but it's telehealth. Telehealth is the way of the future now. Um, Medicare, DVA and DIS all recognise telehealth now moving forward. And telehealth doesn't necessarily have to be online via a video conferencing. It can be a telephone call. Like I said, I run my Health for Life telephone health coaching and that's all via telephone. Um, I've run my Health for Life via Zoom as a group because, you know, there was a time there where we couldn't run face-to-face, -face, but people were still wanting to do it. So we ran them online. Um, two years ago in the early days of COVID when I was um, running and supervising my student clinic, we ran um, the uh, uh, the Arthritis Queensland joint movement classes all online. It was amazing. We had so many people join. Um, they had to pay a co-payment to do it. Of course, they had to have arthritis or some kind of um, pain disorder. And um, yeah, we ran that successfully for like three months, 12 weeks, <laughs> excuse me, back to back. So you can do it. You just need to find the right platform for you. I personally use Zoom. It only costs me, I think, $20, $22 a month to use Zoom. And I can claim it back on my tax. Other people use Microsoft Teams. Um, again, I don't know if there's a subscription associated with that. Some people just do it via their phone or via their computer and use Facebook Messenger and using the video function in that. Brilliant. Um, I know there's other platforms like case manager programs that have inbuilt telehealth. Um, yes, so telehealth can be offered on a few different um, platforms. Um, I've also heard of people using WhatsApp. There's a new one now called Telegram and, of course, Voxer. So just play around with, I guess, whatever platform suits you and whatever's easy for you. I feel like you don't need to download something just because someone else is using it. Um, as I was saying before, a lot of the case manager type platforms offer a telehealth inbuilt service. You might have to pay a subscription for that, pay a little bit extra. Um, I do know Halixy do it. I believe Clinico do it. I believe Core Plus, we're going to bring it in, but I don't know. So again, shop around. Um, I do have a cheat sheet you can purchase about the online um, case manager program. So again, I will put that link up later if you wish to purchase that um, for $27. And it goes through the pros and cons of all the case manager programs, what they'll integrate with um, and what their features and functions are. So then you can go through and find out which one might be offering telehealth. Physitrack's another one, but that is more specific to the exercise profession and physios because it's an exercise prescription platform, but it allows you to conduct telehealth. 
um, consults with your clients and also allows a messenger service as well, which is great. Um, another thing you could be looking at with pivoting your health business again, because of you know such uncertain times, you know, as I said before, we've had flooding, we've had COVID, having an online platform and a program is actually key these days so that you can actually, um, don't want to say push clients, but encourage clients to sign up and do an online program or access some of your resources, um, tools, whatever it is that you're offering online. So you're not having to print off and post stuff out to them or have stuff ready to give to them in a consult. They have everything they need in one place. And you can set that up as like a monthly membership or a lifetime membership, or you might say as part of your package of consult sessions you're purchasing from me, you get access to this online platform portal as well. And it just allows you to not be um, having all these resources in your clinic, or if you don't have a clinic and you're doing everything online, it allows you to just direct your clients to this platform so they can access what they need. And it's saving you time running around, finding the resources to then send to them, email to them, or like I said before, posting to them. So yeah, really look at um, having an online platform or program. The program could be just as simple as a five webinar um, series. Like I said before, it could be on nutrition, it could be on exercise, it could be on mobility, it could be on um, anything, anything that you're passionate about sharing with people, you can create into a program. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, lengthy at all. But if you've got some ideas that you think, hey, I could um, do this as an online program and sell to the masses rather than doing it one on one with people, then great, go for it. Um, I have got an online program cheat sheet that I've done up as well. Again, $27 has every single available online platform that you can think of and gives you the pros and cons for each, the costs, the outlays you might have to um, put in, um, what they integrate with, um, how they work, what their features are. So then you can find the best one that works for you. Um, but yeah, but think about programs you might be offering currently face-to-face -face that you could easily transition to online, whether it is via webinar like we're doing today or via a live, or maybe it's something you can pre-record and then um, have put up onto your online platform that people can download. I am currently doing podcasts for my clients because I know a lot of my clients are really busy and they don't have time to sit there and watch a webinar. They prefer to listen to something. So I'm actually converting a few of my webinars into podcasts so people can listen rather than watch. Um, so, yeah, just think about, yeah, what you could offer as a program and make sure it's short and sweet, nothing too long. I find anything longer than four to five sessions or four to five weeks, depending on how you're wanting to run it, um, people, you lose people. Um, or you can have really short programs. Maybe it's, you know, five different educational programs on different topics and it's just one webinar each um okay so the third thing was paid events don't give away your knowledge and skills and expertise away for free yes do a free webinar to introduce your topic but then you know on sell i've got this great program i'm gonna run for five weeks sign up here 
give them, if you want to give a, a bit of a discount or give them a special offer, say if you sign up now, I'll give you a free ebook, whatever, but don't sell yourself short. Offer paid events. People will pay. Um, and of course, face-to-face -face and online should be a different fee. Of course, face-to-face, -face, you have to look at you know, venue hire, unless you're lucky enough where you work, you have a, a large room that you could run an event. Um, but, you know, face-to-face -face will cost a bit more because you might have to consider catering, um, hiring a room, you know, those sorts of things. Whereas if you run an event online, you can run it a, a lot cheaper, but you still need to be paid for it because it's your time that you're putting into running this event. And you're freely sharing information with people. So don't be afraid to say to people, um, you know, you can come along for like $12 or $29. You work out what you feel the value is, um, especially if they're going to be getting, if you're going to be giving them resources um, or handouts um, or whatever it is that you're giving away during your paid events. And, of course, you can do these events. You can... Um, Register them via your Facebook business page, your Facebook community group. Um, Facebook now has an integration with Eventbrite. Um, if it's a free event, you can post it on Eventbrite for free. But if it's paid, you will have to pay um, a small fee. But again, you've got two platforms, Facebook and Eventbrite, helping promote your event. So as long as you've got it in both and that you email out to your mailing list as well that you've got an upcoming event, you'll get people registering. And yeah, just, you know, work out the cost. If you need help working out the cost, happy to sit down and chat to you because I've run a, you know, a range of face-to-face -face events and online events and, you know, we can nut it out to work out what would be reasonable price to charge. The next thing to do in terms of help, how to help pivot your business is offering packages. Don't just rely on the one-on-one -on -one consults or, you know, um, I know a lot of people with group programs or group exercise um, will offer a package, that's great. You should be doing the same with your one-on-one -on -one sessions. You should be saying to people, look, the initial consult is this price and then I'm, you know, have five session package which you can use over a six-month period or maybe you say I want you to use it within six weeks. It's like a week-on-week -week package. But try and sell packages to your clients rather than just booking them in for another session, another session, another session. By getting clients to commit to a program or package, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or group, it means you get the buy-in early on and they're more likely to turn up to their sessions because they're prepaid. When you book week by week or month by month sessions, there's no obligation for them to turn up. Something will come up and they'll need to reschedule or they'll need to cancel. Always have some kind of clause if they're pre purchasing a package that you know you, they need to give you 24 or 48 hour notice of having to reschedule um, their appointment and if they reschedule too many times like I think someone I know does if you reschedule three or more times then you forego that session um, if you do not show up you forego that amount and have to book another appointment be really strict in your boundaries with um you know, offering packages, but it's a good way to get instant income. And you know that clients are not are going to be less likely to cancel when they've prepaid. So yeah, think about offering packages. It doesn't have to be a big thing. As I said, it can be just four to five sessions just to kickstart them. You can also offer them um, 
you know, I know a lot of people, as I've said before, memberships is another way. That's the next thing I was going to talk about. Offering people a membership um, could be a monthly membership or a one-off lifetime offer and they get special perks. So it could be, um, you know, they might get a one-on-one session with you every three months. Um, they might get some extra resources or tools or templates. Maybe you're giving them some exercise equipment, um, maybe a nutritional plan, whatever it is that you feel is worthy of a membership, but getting people to pay for a monthly membership so they get some exclusive um, offers is always good too. You can say, you know, pay, I'm just pulling this out of my hat, um, you know, pay, you know, $30 a month and get, you know, 10% off all our services and products, whatever. Um, so yeah, kind of like gym memberships, but again, they're paying to get extra services. They're not just paying for a, a, you know, a standard you know, entry as everyone else. Um, offering a membership means they should be getting extra perks. It could be extra perks as in, you know, um, I know some people have a membership to have a private online community. So anyone who pays a membership gets into this private group and they get you exclusively and they get free webinars or free lives or, as I said before, some free resources, whatever it is to entice them. Um, and that will help with a residual income for you. So, yeah, think about some different membership um, offerings you could give clients um, and make sure that you include special inclusions or special offers for them. Maybe it is they get um, first dibs on your events or maybe it is they get a special discount to attend um, your events or whatever it is that you're offering. And then finally, having an online shop. It's old school, but it, it works still. Um, so having those resources that you create as a clinician that you're normally giving away to people for free during a consult, that's fine because they're paying for the consult. So they should feel like they're getting something else as well as your one-on-one consultation. But if you've got really fantastic resources um, that you've created that are your own, that people say, hey, I love this, don't give it away for free to everyone. For those who may not be seeing you regularly or maybe people who have not even thought to come and purchase from you or consult with you yet, maybe they're just on your mailing list, maybe they're just following you on Facebook, maybe they're just part of your free online community. By having an online shop where you can sell these resources is another way to bring income and help pivot your business during bad times. So things could be like eBooks, it could be, you know, uh, intro webinar, um, it could be some worksheets, templates. Um, again, I'm going to use nutritional plans, you know, like having a template to create a meal plan or, you know, a shopping list. Um, maybe it's a recipe book. Um, I know a lady I was interviewing the other day for my podcast. She has uh, a free, I want to say it's an ebook, but I don't know. Don't know what's classed as an ebook. Is it more than five pages? Whatnot. Um, but she has like a smoothie recipe ebook that she gives away 
to everyone. Um, but again, don't give it away. Put some kind of um, price on it. Me personally, years ago, I had a type 2 diabetes educational DVD that I would sell to people if they wanted it as they were DVDs. Maybe you have some equipment um, that you would like to sell or that you're passionate about that you use with your clients in their sessions. You could sell that. Um, you could make branded equipment. It's so cheap now you know pre-covid you used to be able to purchase it from china get your um logo put on it and it would you know get it printed really quite cheaply um you know if you're a yoga instructor maybe it's you know your yoga blocks or your sleep pillows or your yoga mats selling them online to people um there's a whole gamut of things that you could be selling so it could be ebooks could be webinars could be recipe books um could be an exercise handout. I don't know. The, the list is endless of what you could um, sell to people. I love worksheets and templates because people don't want to have to create stuff themselves. So, um, yeah, you know, it could be, you know, a, a food diary or a physical activity diary or maybe a pain diary. Um, you know, think of your ideal client and what you think they need, or think of the resources that you give your clients in a one-on-one -on -one consult and say, well, can I monetize this? Can this be something that someone will want to buy? Because at the end of the day, if you can make someone's life easier by providing them with the tool or a resource, a template workbook, that is going to make yeah their life so much better because they're like, it means I don't have to go and find it myself. I can just purchase it from you. Um, so yeah, think about what resources you could easily sell online. PDFs, webinars, that sort of thing are really easy to do. Um, and again, I can help show you how to set that all up because it can be a bit daunting and I've been there, done that. Um, things have changed so much in the last um, 10 years in terms of technology and what's available. And in terms of shopping carts, trolleys, shop fronts online are so much easier these days than 10 years ago when I was doing this type of stuff. You have been listening to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. To ensure you don't miss an episode, remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying this series, please leave us a review. If after listening to this podcast episode, you feel inspired to start or transform your own health business, come join our free Facebook group, Authentic Healthpreneurs. Search Authentic Healthpreneurs in the Facebook groups. In this group, you will find free resources, webinars and other events to help propel your business forward and succeed. It is a beautiful community of like-minded female health practitioners who support and uplift one another and celebrate our successes together. If you need help with starting or growing your health business, be sure to check out my website, authentichealthpreneurs.com. Here you will find more information on the one-on-one -on -one coaching services and online training programs that I offer. I would love to support and guide you to live your life purpose and see you succeed in business. If you are not sure what help you need, then be sure to book in for a free business strategy session with myself. You will find the link in the website.